Hello, and welcome to the Fan Fiction Book Club podcast, a weekly podcast that explores the good, the bad, and the cringy of fan fiction. Hosted by me, Poppy, and my lovely co-host, SG. Hey! Ollie. Hello! And T-Stan. Hello! Every month, we scour the internet to bring you four different fanfic reads, and our theme this month is Percy Jackson. Check out our website at fanfictionbookclub.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at fanfictionados for the full lineup of stories for the month and to connect with us on the web. Okay, so the fanfic we are discussing this week is The Missing Gods by Zodiac on fanfiction.net. Um, it was written, uh, it was published on July 9th, 2017. Um, it's got 24 chapters and 23,000 words, which is a little weird, um, weird ratio there. Um, it's tagged as adventure and romance, and it's got a Percy-Annabeth, uh, relationship in there. Oh, so this story, uh, like I said, the chapter to um, word count ratio is kind of odd. So the chapters are really short, um, but uh, let's just get into it. So the uh, it starts with um, a snowball fight. Uh, Percy gets hit in the head with the snowball by Grover. Um, and then... Um, yep, that's it. That's what happens in the first chapter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like, literally the first chapter is, like, maybe a hundred words. It's not long. Maybe. Um, okay, so Percy and Annabeth are walking back to the cabin, and then Chiron? Chiron? Um. Yeah. Comes, and, um, he's, like, campers. They're they're at Camp Half-Blood, by the way. Um, this is the first story we've ri- wrote. <laughs> this, is the first words. this is the first story we've read so far this month for Percy Jackson that is like canon. It's not an AU. It's like they're actually demigods here. Yeah. At- so, oh, you know what? I I didn't read the description. Was there a description? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh okay. We'll go for it. (laughs) Um, Okay, so here we go. The description is, Percy and Annabeth receive some grave news and prepare for a quest to rescue the big three, but face several obstacles in their path to save them. To complete the prophecy and save the gods, how far will they have to go? Anyway, so Chiron announces to the campers, I have terrible news. Um... And it turns out that all three of the big gods, Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades, have gone missing. Um, and they left behind their, um, like, weapons. Their, like, the lightning bolt, the trident, and whatever Hades' weapon thing is. Uh, the, something of darkness, I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, so then... Percy and Annabeth go to an oracle, Rachel, who lives in a cave, um, and she gives them a prophecy saying that someone is going to die if they go on this quest. And they're like, well, 
time to go on the quest. <laughs> um, let's see. And then uh, Hera shows up for a hot second and she's like, I'm here to help you uh, on your quest to save my husband. And he's like, no. And she's like, okay, fine, and leaves. Um, that's pretty much all that happens there. Um, and then they get on to Blackjack, who is a Pegasus, that Percy can read its mind, apparently. Um, like I said, I don't know anything about Percy Jackson, so I'm like, I, sure. Um, <laughs> great. <laughs> so Percy uh, has the powers of his dad, Poseidon. I know I kept saying Zeus in the other episode. But he has the powers of Poseidon, which includes, like, mastery of water, and for whatever reason, that includes chatting with horses. So that's, like, a Poseidon has an affinity for horses thing, so that like, transferred over to Percy. Weird. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so they get on, um, like, okay, so I, this story moves so fast. Um, and it's kind of bizarre. So let me... So it goes from them getting on Blackjack, going to Central Park, and then Blackjack leaving. And then one line later, there's a Hydra. Like, just there. And I was like, okay, so then they have to, like, fight the Hydra, and they're in a lake, and, like, the lake is a gate to the underworld, and Percy defeats the Hydra somehow. Uh, I don't... He sends it towards the underworld, I think. Um, And then uh, Percy almost dies. Uh, The title of this chapter is I Almost Die, But What's New? Um, So that pretty much is... sums it up. Uh, Annabeth saves him with some herb ambrosia. And then they make their way to the Empire State Building... Um, they're at Olympus. Um, Hestia, the goddess Hestia, is there. She's, like, really sick for some reason, because I guess the gods are gone. Um, and she's like, all of your, all of the gods' weapons are in this fire pit. And so Percy reaches in and grabs the master bolt and the trident and the um, helm of darkness. That's what Hades' thing is. Um... And so they grab it, and then um, Athena shows up, who is Annabeth's mother. Um, the goddess Athena shows up and is like, hi, what, what you doing here? You're not going on this journey to die, daughter. Like, don't, please, don't die. Um, and they are like, too bad, we're going. And then they leave. They jump out of the Olympus, I guess. Um, on the 600th floor of the Empire State Building, which I looked it up, it only has 100 floors, so I'm assuming that the re- other 500 floors are Olympus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good assumption, Poppy. <laughs> I'm like, um, that's not correct. Um, okay, great. Uh, so they jump off of the 600th floor, and they use the lightning bolt to... I thought that they were using it to slow their fall, but then they, like get blasted somewhere and then they're in this place for like eight chapters and and they don't explain what that place is for like they they don't it's like they kind of explain it as almost heaven 
It's yeah. like they're in the atmosphere like, below yeah. heaven. Uh, but they're they there. Huh. I know. They're there for a long time. Yeah. Things, they don't move. Like, they're like, all right, we're, we should. We just got really hurt. Let's rest. And so they rest. They wake up. There's uh, they're, all the weapons are missing. And then these this, like, conjoined twins, Gemini, it turns out. The constellation Gemini um, is there, and they feed them, and then they go to sleep again, and they wake up, and there's a like, and then there's Capricorn, uh, who's upset, and they get attacked by Capricorn, and then they go to sleep, and then they wake up, and there's another being. There, um, oh, the the angel guy. No, not the angel guy. But there's another one that is like, hey, we're like, oh, not Nike, but um, I'm I'm like, (laughs) like Dikey. I don't uh, like (laughs) using context. And I'm like, that's Dikey um, or Dike. I don't, I don't know. But I mean, they people know we're not trying to be offensive with it (laughs) yeah um i'm just gonna call her the goddess of justice so the goddess of justice shows up and is like you're stubborn and like i'll follow your heart i think um she really didn't add much to anything um and then they go to sleep again and then they wake up and uh someone else is there um who else is there? I thought it was just her. Yeah, Ganymede. Uh, the angel guy is there. Ganymede. And he, like, they, like, wake up and they're, like, on the stairs almost going up to heaven. They're like, oh my god, we're dead. He's like, no, you're not. You're at my house. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> um, so that happens. It's, like, five chapters. They're in the same place. They don't move. <laughs> And things just keep coming to them. Um, it's really weird. But anyway, now they're in this like really big mansion of Gan- Ganymede. Um, and they get fed and stuff. And he has all of the weapons um, that they lost. Um, and he's like uh, bound to Zeus somehow. Like... I don't know if he's in love with Zeus or Zeus was in love with him at one point and then Hera got jealous and so Zeus made him this big thing, mansion, place to live. Um, but yeah, uh, he's there. He's apparently very handsome and Percy and Annabeth are both like, whoa, he's attractive. What? <laughs> um, let's see. Okay. Um, and then anyway, they they eat they, and sleep at his place. Yeah, they eat and sleep at his place. Um, and then uh, let's see, Acre Arc 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 Arky. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have like the pronunciation guide for. 
We yeah, just just say names. like some lady that worked for the um, evil people left a message. Yeah, Ark Arky uh, related to Iris is here and is like like I here's a message and the message is like I look forward to meeting you. Come to my palace or face the consequences. Your father sends his greetings and it's like oh, this is the guy who has my father. Um ether i'm pretty sure the ether um and so they go and um oh no so percy has like the scale that he got from the capricorn and like a fish scale and he's able to communicate with his father and poseidon's like go to olympus and get help and he's like um no and he's like, fine, I trust you guys. And then they leave. Or then the message disappears. And um, and then they go to wherever they're going. I, it's not, I don't know where they're going, actually. Like, the place of, of where the ether is. Um, and then... Ganymede's in a battle, Annabeth's in a battle, Percy's in a battle with, like, separate people. Um, and then, eventually, um, Ganymede, like, takes Percy and he's like, I'm gonna bind your heart with a star, and then that'll give you the power to defeat the Aether while Annabeth goes and gets the gods and saves them. Like, he's basically the distraction. Um, and so he's, like, battling the ether, which is just, like, this big blackness. There's not, like, a physical form, I don't think, and, but he somehow is holding a sword. I don't know how that works. Um, and then he's about to, the ether's about to stab Percy, and Ganymede's like, no, and he jumps in front of Percy, and he gets stabbed, and he dies, and then Percy gets the ether in the star, which is apparently a heart, and I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking at here, like, in my brain. Um, <laughs> and then Percy passes out, and then suddenly they're back. Uh, all of this happens in the last chapter, by the way, um, which, uh, again, all the these last chapters- chapter is the longest chapter. I know, but- like they've started to cram it all in. <laughs> and I was like, um, he still hasn't defeated the- whatever and like so anyway he slashes him and then he wakes up and he's at back at camp half blood and annabeth is like we made it you did it and Hera's there and she's like thanks and then she leaves and then um they're like yep the we saved them yay we did it and then poseidon who it's been kind of built up this whole time like i can't wait to my oh my god my dad is 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 has been captured we gotta save him and then poseidon enters the cabin he's like hey percy and percy's like dad and that's it that is each other and and then they're just like all right and then it ends with a feather floating in the air towards them and they grab it and it's like and they stare at it and they smile and that's it and i'm like what's the feather is that from gant i think it's from didn't he have wings 
I guess a lot of them had wings. So did he drink Red Bull and get wings? I don't know. (laughs) Oh gosh. (laughs) So the reason why it took me, oh my God, that was such a struggle is I, like I read this story this morning and I don't remember it. Like it was so boring. (laughs) Cause it's it's like a weird fever dream. Like all this stuff just happens. Like this happens, this happens, this happens, this happens. And the, I feel like, the books have fast-paced moments to them, but there's, like, spots to breathe. This story had no place to breathe no. and, like, really retain what you were reading. Yeah, it's like, I was like, oh my god, like, so much is happening, but I don't know what any yeah. of it means. And I was just like, oh my god, I, I could not focus on this story. And... It was a lot. It was a lot and nothing. Like it, I, yeah, it everything like, and nothing. Yeah, <laughs> and every chapter was like a new character that they included, yes. and then they were gone. And then the next chapter, and so like you keep introducing all these new characters that I can't even pronounce the names, and I, I can't know. even remember who they are. What's and and what they, they kept, serve like until the second to last chapter, they were introducing new characters, and I'm yeah. like, okay. There's no yeah. no more exposition is needed. Please, please, God, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have something to add to give Poppy a little bit of I don't know comfort. Okay, it's pronounced DK. Thank God. Okay, it's <laughs> DK and Nike. Oh, okay. No. I'm like Nike. Not Nike. <laughs> long E. The I is a long E. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. That sounds cooler. That's much better. <laughs> <laughs> also, I like how they pronounced it eggpan <laughs> for <laughs> however that was actually supposed to be said. <laughs> I I didn't even try and figure out how the names no. were pronounced. I just skimmed right over them. Right? And I'm like, I don't think this author is deep enough in their writing that they're going to bring these people up again. No. So once they're out of the scene, I can just kind of forget about that. Uh, one benefit of kind of knowing what Greek mythology is all about. No, it's like, I know, and it, it's just so, so, okay, I have a question. So, yeah. they fought Capricorn, and they killed Capricorn. Does that mean that the Capricorn constellation no longer exists in the I stock? I don't know that they no. killed him. I like, it seems I don't like, like you can't actually kill you them. You can't actually they- kill them, because they said he'll come back in a millennia. Like, all of these people that are, like, above the Earth level are supposedly immortal. Oh, and okay. so, and even when Ganymede, quote-unquote, died, he just got stabbed in the chest and it hurt a lot. He wouldn't technically die. Okay. But Zeus... So maybe that's what the feather meant, that he's still up no, there. No, the, um, no, um, but, the... But Zeus... <laughs> gave him the power of mortality after they, he gave him the power of immortality once they released him, so he could just die. Uh, oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. And so maybe right. it just took that long for that feather when he died to just come down to Camp Half-Blood. Because that's yeah. how wind patterns and gravity work. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> My question is, when Percy and Annabeth left Camp Half-Blood, they took uh the pegasus i don't remember black blackjack blackjack they took black blackjack took them to central park where there was a monster waiting for them couldn't blackjack send something and set them somewhere else that first monster seemed very random 
It was very like very random. And I don't remember in the book there just being random monsters everywhere. I thought like they were all purposeful. Yeah. I don't know, Ollie. Do you remember like the monster stuff? I feel like monsters weren't random. Like they had specific places. Yeah. If they have specific places, why did Blackjack drop them off? Where the entrance to the underworld was, where that monster was hanging out. Well, like, couldn't they have just like walked the other way in the park? I don't and know. And not trip and not trip the monster sensors. I don't know. That just seemed very it's weird like, and unnecessary. Every mission, I feel like every mission that they go on, there's always an obstacle to get. Yeah, to there's that like place. multiple it's obstacles, like, and the monsters just know where to be. <laughs> And it just made no so, no sense. And why did that Capricorn like guy have a beef with them? He just like started fighting them. I don't know. Yeah. It and it's like, it was just so random. And I don't remember, like, I know in the books that this kind of stuff happened, but I think that it was more purposeful than this fan fiction author is making it. But maybe it was as random as these stories are. I just, I don't remember the actual books that well. And, like, also, why are, like, a bunch of kids trying to save a god? Like, one of the biggest gods there are in Yeah, Greek don't they mythology. have, like, lesser gods that can handle yeah, that, that stuff? are stronger okay. than a demigod, I would that think. Is, that is a, is a YA novel problem. Like, <laughs> like why... Send why the kids in to do the adults' work. Yeah, why in, in the first place did was Percy Jackson the one to have to go save things? And why was Harry Potter the one that had to fight the dark wizard? You know? Yeah, it's, yeah. Why are they, it's, that's just a YA novel thing, like... Yeah, yeah. But anyway, this story was um, a wild ride that I wanted to sleep through. Yeah, yeah. it was kind of exhausting. It, it was like, you know, you, you talk to someone who just keeps talking and they haven't taken a breath in five minutes. And you're like, yeah. whoa. And you're just there whoa. nodding like, oh, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I don't know that I really processed anything you said, but I'm just trying to get this conversation over with so I can go somewhere else. it it felt like and sg will understand this probably the best out of all of us it felt like one of those fetch quests when you first get started in an rpg oh my god yes this like go talk to this person go talk to yeah and then like random people just like pop up in front of you like hey i have some unwanted advice i want to give you there you go (laughs) yeah that's all i could think of when i was reading this is like if this is a video game i would have turned it off by now (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's so random how the gods will just, like, pop in randomly and, like, give unwanted advice. It just seemed very random how they did that. Like, why did, uh, what's her name? DK? Why did DK even care? Why was she even, why did she even care to tell them? Why didn't she just go deal with whatever herself or just let it be? Why her versus any other god? Why would it be the god of just or the goddess of justice i don't know it's so it just seemed it just seemed very random how the gods were put in there and just like that yeah no that one girl was hanging out in the i don't remember which goddess it was but she was just hanging out in the throw room keeping a fire going to protect the yeah pesia to protect those things and then randomly athena just walks in and she's like what are you guys doing it's like, I don't know, I thought you were the goddess of wisdom. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It, it, like, diminishes their place as goddesses and gods if they're just so, yeah. quote-unquote, easily accessible, and they just, like, pop in all the time. 
There's yeah. no mystery to them. It doesn't make them feel like gods and goddesses. It makes them feel like nagging adults. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, essentially, it's your weird aunt and uncle who live down the road and who now I you have to occasionally so. talk to. I guess so. I just... I don't feel like that relationship was communicated well enough through the author's telling. Like, that's a really funny idea. And I think that comes off a bit better in the actual books, which I don't remember. Maybe it didn't. (laughs) But in, in this retelling, in this fan fiction author's, uh, like telling of these characters story in that canon universe, I didn't get that. Very much. And I didn't appreciate the way he was talking to Hera. Yeah. He yeah. La- he lacked some respect there. And it's like, I get it. Hera can be problematic sometimes. Yeah. And... But she's your elder. Respect like, your elders. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't know. It, it was, I thought it was kind of stupid that it was like, uh, Hera shows up and she's like, I can help you. And he's like, I don't want your help. And she's like, okay, fine. And then uh, later on, uh, Annabeth says something and she's like, Hera didn't tell you that? And he's like, no, I can't believe she didn't tell me that. It's like, you told her to leave. Like, what do you mean? She didn't tell you anything because you didn't want her yeah. to Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it, it was really weird. It seems like throughout the story, the author was trying to make it seem like they couldn't trust anybody. But yeah. everybody they ran into, they could trust. They yeah. could trust the Gemini travelers. They could trust Ganymede. They could trust um, DK. Or did I say that? Yep. DK. Mm-hmm. They could trust Hera if they listened to her, I'm sure. It was just very weird how they were trying to create this environment where it was these two characters against the world, like uh, Percy and Annabeth. But it seemed like everyone was pretty helpful along the way. Yeah. And Ganymede even took a sword for him, so. And he was thinking that Ganymede was like, oh my god, he like combined me with a star. He framed me. He's trying to kill me. And then the guy yeah. like takes a sword for him, and I'm like, what? Yeah, he thought that for like two seconds. He was like, oh my god, he betrayed me. And then he was like, oh wait, never mind. <laughs> yeah, that was very weird to even include because it was immediately debunked by Ganymede like stepping in front of the blade (laughs) yeah I don't know it was like it was like attempts at creating intrigue and mystery in the story that just did not follow through in any way I I was really just like hoping that somebody would betray them or Um, something just to make it interesting yeah um, how did you guys picture that final battle, like, with the darkness? Because when when Ganymede said he was going to, like, merge his heart with the star, I imagined him, like, just, like, hanging up Percy, like, on a star, like, against it with his chest, just, like, there you go. <laughs> and then, like, he, so he's just, like, hanging there. He's not, like, actually on the ground. And then there's he's just, like, swinging his sword wildly at nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I I was picturing my brain gave me like Kingdom Hearts. I was like, this isn't right. I know this isn't right. <laughs> I just like imagined, you know how like when the Power Rangers put all their flight whatever things together and they make it like a 
oh, courage or something. I just oh, imagined he was like just at the center of a giant energy mass. <laughs> yeah. Because they said like the stars make up constellations. So I thought like maybe he's like in a constellation form, which is just like a bunch of dots. I don't know. I have no idea, but he still had a sword. And I imagined when that, um, what was it? Ether or who was Ether, he fighting? Yeah. Ether. I just imagined Ether is like, you know those kids that put a blanket over them and just like flail around? <laughs> I I just imagined it just like someone under a, a like a black star blanket just like flailing That's around funny. with little loves. <laughs> oh so I God. couldn't really take it seriously because I was imagining like Power Ranger Percy versus... <laughs> versus the guy with a star blanket all over him that's really funny yeah it it was entertaining it just seemed so ridiculous the way the author wrote it that i just had to come up with a ridiculous vision to encompass what was happening yeah yeah Yeah, this story just so crazy like things are happening and i'm just like okay okay I'm just trying to read a fan. And then it just ended here. and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how lazy on the author's part in um at the end of the story, I hate it in books when uh, authors do this. The main character passes out, so then they can just write in like quick oh, yeah. exposition how everything was resolved. Yeah. Right. I know. It's like <laughs> yeah. If he he passed out. He wakes up and can't pass blood. And Annabeth is like, "Yeah, I saved Zeus, Hades, and Poseidon. Don't worry about it." It's like, what? Yeah, like how did that go? What state were they in? Did they come willingly? Is there like some secret? I I don't know. But we didn't get to see any of that, which I would have yeah. been more interested in what Annabeth was doing than what Percy was doing. Yeah, yeah. Percy also, was just fighting a guy in a blanket. Did we figure <laughs> out why the gods got stolen? I think they're just mad at each other. That's a bad reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, all all the gods and goddesses in Greek mythology were very petty. I know, but like, so normally they made fun of his god. blanket. I don't normally know. Normally, it's how do you like, steal a god. <laughs> well, normally it's like Zeus, you slept with my wife, or like Poseidon, you murdered my children. I don't know children. <laughs> Uh, they clomped all over my children with horses it's like they have they have like specific grievances you know but he was just like i stole them (laughs) yeah i'm really curious to know like how they stole three gods and three of the most powerful gods yeah yeah they they put Ares in a jar once (laughs) (laughs) he probably deserved to be there uh like Gen- genuinely, like, they, they, in a mythology, they shoved Ares into a jar and closed the lid, and it took the gods like six months to realize he was gone oh. and to go find him. That's really funny. So that was not part, that, that didn't take me out of it. I was like, oh yeah, no, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And it's like, I just, I wanted a, like, a reason other than I'm, I'm a bad guy, like. yeah. Yeah. I mean, you definitely want that in the story, but this story had very vague reasoning. And maybe if you're more familiar with the series than we are, there are some hidden motives that just weren't mentioned in this that are actually known in the canon for that universe. 
I don't yeah. know. I just, I just don't have enough knowledge to know if, if this is for people who are Percyverse fans, how much of the Percyverse do you have to know as a prerequisite to read this story? It's like those 200 level college courses, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to like have some pre-reading and pre-skills involved that maybe we just don't have. I don't know, man. All right. Do you guys have anything else you want to say about the plot of this? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Okay. What about um, the characters? Uh, mm. Percy, in my opinion, was very immature. And yeah. I don't like that the author is trying to make him so funny. Like he kept having like these like little Assigned. moments where he's yeah and he was just trying to be like make a joke and it just kind of fell flat for me and I felt like they were trying too hard to make him funny I agree with that yeah like every scene like every paragraph is him just like a little witty yeah thing that he said I'm like there's too much <laughs> stop yeah. and then oh, and Annabeth like looking at him like okay thanks and Moving on. I like, felt really bad for Annabeth. With this portrayal of Percy, I'm like, Annabeth, why are you with him? What do you It doesn't see seem like guy? he's doing you any favors other than being attractive. And being Poseidon's son. <laughs> That's about it. And they were like very... I felt like this should have just been an action-adventure story. Because like the moments where Percy was like oogling Annabeth seemed very forced. Yeah. I don't know if you guys... Did you guys even pay attention to that? I didn't know. Because he was like, her beautiful hair. And then like, oh, I yeah. just oh, love her hugging her and staring at her. And I'm like, well, that's great, Percy, but this isn't a romance. <laughs> and there wasn't enough a romance for it to be a true romance. No. Yeah. It, it was, was just, just like weird ramblings of a hormonal boy. <laughs> yeah. And considering Annabeth was like almost standoff- standoffish with him. Like she just wasn't always like, he seemed more affectionate or maybe that he liked her more. I don't know. I don't, I just didn't get that in a Beth and him or in a relationship. It was just more Percy pining after her. Yeah. And she just tolerated him. Yeah. yeah. That's what it felt like. And I don't know if that's because this story was in first person and we can get more into that when we talk about the writing, but um, yeah, it was, it was so much about him, but when a story is in first person, you need to also like show what the other characters are doing. And we didn't really see what Annabeth was doing too often. No. Yeah. To like justify their quote unquote relationship. And that happened even if it wasn't with the relationship. Like there was a, a, a like during that big battle where all three of them were fighting three yeah. different people. Like Percy like looked down and he was like, oh, Annabeth. And then they didn't say yeah. what Annabeth was doing. And I was like, why did he say her name? Like, I think it was, was Oh, sorry. Like, she was totally fine. Like, I don't understand what happened there. Yeah, at one point she was holding his hand before they started fighting. And then Ganymede was holding his hand. And I'm like, is Annabeth fighting somebody or is she finding the gods? Like, what's happening? Right. And then also with Ganymede, like, what's happening with him? Yeah. <laughs> There's so much going on in yeah. a single person's perspective. It's just very confusing. Definitely. Yeah. There's a lot happening. This story needed more, and it 
oh my god, I don't want to say the story needed to be longer, but it needed to be longer. <laughs> no, because I, I think what this author literally did, and somebody wrote in the comments, is they took, they took the actual author's writing style and plot style and like formula for a Percyverse book because there's definitely a formula that that author uses in each book because it's pretty much the same book over and over again. Uh Um, And this author took that formula and just condensed it and took all of the pieces out of it, I feel like, that um, description, real character development, real dialogue that built the story instead of just told them where they had to go next. Mm -hmm. And... um, just took all of those things that um, envelop you in the story and took them out and condensed them into just the action points yeah. to keep it short. Because this, I mean, it could have been like a whole story, but they just, they took out so much of it that could have really built it up and made it a good story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any more uh. on characters? Annabeth was pretty much the same as she usually is. She's like a Hermione type character. Yeah. Yeah, she was the the exposition queen. Yeah. Total exposition queen. And it's funny because you see this a lot in anime. Like the main character is an idiot. <laughs> and then there's another character who's like really smart and like explains things to them. And then that's like the author's way of explaining things to the audience (laughs) you've always got to have an idiot yeah you've always got to have an idiot but the the bad thing is it's always the main character so it's like come on guys like make the idiot the side character and the main character explain it to them like we know what you're doing you're trying to give us information without explicitly showing us that you're giving us information yeah but they they didn't do it right so the trope was like very obvious (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we move on to writing? Yeah. We've already kind of talked about it. Yeah. But, wow. Wow. I mean, uh, it wow. wasn't the worst thing I've read. Yeah, I mean, their grammar was fine. Yeah, their, their grammar was fine. It's great, like, yay, but, but there's just no detail. So I just didn't know what was happening. Yeah. I think the only thing... <laughs> thing i liked was the first fight scene with the hydra i think their style of writing like go 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 i felt the intensity of that fight because they're Mm -hmm. so go 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 but that go 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 went throughout the entire story so i don't know Mm -hmm. if that was good writing necessarily (laughs) because it's everywhere it wasn't just reserved to that fight but i did like that fight scene Mm -hmm. that was the only like section of writing that I enjoyed. Um, I just wanted to point out that at one in one chapter, in chapter 11, it says something about hoping to find an excellent Denny's buffet, breakfast buffet. And yeah. I'm like, there's a lot of things wrong with that sentence. Number one, Denny's is not excellent. Um, <laughs> and number two, they're not a buffet restaurant. No. So I was like, I was like, that's a, there's a lot wrong in that little <laughs> little phrase on like there's no yeah. such thing as excellent denny there was there was another thing i'll read it to you i i think this was 
I think this was when they fell from the, when they took the lightning bolt and they fell wherever that in-between place was. Mm-hmm. And Percy goes, my head cleared up enough to get a clearer look of our surroundings, but it wasn't much better than before. The air was definitely vibrating, though, and playing weird tricks on my eyes. It was like we were nowhere or in between, like the DMV, I guess. <laughs> I don't see how those two things relate. Okay. I thought that was very random. I'm like, DMV, I'm like, I didn't even associate it with the Department of Motor Vehicles. Yeah. Because I'm like, um, what? Is DMV short for something in Greek mythology? Or- yeah, like, in, per, isn't Percy a teenager? Like, why is he making DMV? Yeah, I'm like, does right? Percy, can he drive? I don't know that I mean, he can he- drive. He took, a, he took a blackjack Pegasus to New York, so. Who knows, <laughs> who knows what the last book this person read, though, was? Because I'm pretty sure he become he, like, goes through puberty in the midst of the books. I think that was one of my big things that I did not like about the writing was that there was too much description on his part. There's so much internal monologue going on that just like, it took me out. Like you're in the middle of a fight scene and then you, you talk, you kind of deviate into something mm-hmm. like his thoughts about something else. And it's just like, it's just so much description or internal monologue, or I don't know what you call it. Monologue. But I mean, when an author writes in first person, they have to find the balance in that character being too bland because if they don't have enough internal monologue it's like it could be anybody that's the eye like at least with this we get that the eye is percy because he has this bad sense of humor and he thinks he's all that in a bag of chips (laughs) but um yeah I, I mean, I, I get why they did it to give him a personality and he definitely has one. It's just an annoying personality. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. But at least he wasn't a bland character. He definitely had. He wasn't yeah, my, didn't... if it was my choice, I wouldn't read a first person character like this, but at least he had a personality for a first person yeah. story. That's a fanfic. Because I usually avoid them in the fanfic world because they're like very Mary Sue-ish and almost like mm-hmm. self-insertion stories. Um, anything else about the writing? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, how well did they stick to the fandom? I think they stuck to it. There's, I mean, it's Greek mythology mixed with, uh, yeah. Other mythologies. New York. Mixed with New York. I mean, it, it's it's canon to the story because Olympus is in New York. Oh, yeah. 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 And they had the Greek gods and for whatever reason, discussed their Roman counterparts on some occasions, even though they weren't a part of the story. Which um, apparently, as far as I can tell, according to Percy, are like two separate different people. Yeah. I'm so confused. <laughs> I, it's not even worth getting into <laughs> <laughs> it it's just like it expands the universe and opens it up for the author to go to go to these other places and explore these other things. I think that's all that really is. Okay. But um yeah, I I think it was it stuck to the fandom pretty well. Percy was Percy. He's kind of like this. I don't remember him being this annoying, but then again, I was like 10 or 11 when I read these. So mm-hmm. I probably thought it was ironically cool back then. I don't know. <laughs> that was like yeah. the lull 
one exclamation point one phase. Oh god. <laughs> the old memes. <laughs> Do we want to read some comments? Yeah. You know them. Hmm? Um, I said there's 18 of us. Every last one. We have to read every single one. Um, Audrey Rose said, this thing is a Percy Jackson book. Rick, yo, need to see this. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, that's really weird. Also, some someone that ge- named Guest said, thank you for the amazing story, Arthur. I think they, <laughs> I think they meant author, but they author, said yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'd like to think that um, Arthur from that show has a thriving fanfic career on fanfic.net. Um, and then Sharon Goswami said, uh, what does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> Someone named Lika said, I really love this. As soon as I finished the series, I thought to myself, I need more. And as soon as I saw this, I immediately clicked on it and read. This is extraordinary. It's so much like Rick's books that one time for a moment I thought this was Rick Rodin's book. Lol, I love this. Please keep working on it. I need more people like you with this creative writing. Thank you. That's nice. So this individual finished the entire series of books. So they have all of the Percy Jackson knowledge, which I think filled in a lot of the gaps that we're having here. Good point. Good point. So I can understand why they enjoyed it where we were confused. Mm. Um, I, I'm confused because Bot said, please finish the story. I really want to know how it ends, please. On April 1st, 2020. And like, it, isn't that three years after this? They wrote, finished? they commented that on chapter 20. I thought it was finished in February. No, it, Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Oh, it, it finished in February 2020. Oh, okay. I that's that's it, what it was. I thought it was finished on in 2017. And I was like, what so how that? infrequently did they post? It sounds like pretty infrequently. Wow. People followed this. Yeah. I, I just can't follow an active fanfic. I just can't I do it. Oh, I guess the author's name is Rick. That's what. Okay, never mind. Ignore the first comment that I read then. That makes a little bit more sense. <laughs> okay. Someone named Guest says, if your eardrums burst, it doesn't mean you can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. My eardrums burst one time and I was fine. <laughs> it's just horrifically painful. Yeah. Yes. And then Anonymous Net said, Tahiti lol. <laughs> I don't remember Tahiti. I don't know what they're talking about. Okay. Okay, the people liked it. Yeah, I think all these people must have, they must have read the series and were looking for more. So if you already know everything, this is probably right up their alley. Because the characters are just about the same. So they'd get yeah. a similar experience to the author, the actual author of the Percy Jackson series' books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Thank goodness they understand it, because I'm still I know, yeah, I'm a little, confused. like, I just vaguely remember that series. Um, so I, I don't even know if my information's accurate, but this author seems to write similarly to what I remember Rick Warden writing. But 
I think Rick Warden had more space in his story to develop characters than this author did. Than the fanfic author. Yeah. But I could be lying. I don't know. It was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the <laughs> It was the over 10 style. years ago. <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> give it a rating? I think so. Um, I'm going to give this story a 1.5 tridents out of 5. <laughs> um, because of all the things that I said, I was very bored. <laughs> like, but I don't want to give it a 0 because that's just mean. Like... <laughs> Poppy just wants to inflate her numbers. Their grammar was good. Their writing was fine. Like, it's it was boring. <laughs> 1.5. Yeah, I would also... I would give it a 1. Um, I appreciate the effort that the author put into this piece of work. Um, I thought it stuck to the fandom well. Um... But it was pretty fast-paced for me, and there's a lot of characters, so it was confused at a few points. So I would give it a... a tried it? What yep. tried it? I... Hmm, I'm, like, teetering between a one and a one and a half. And I think I will give it a one and a half. Yeah. One point for being readable I think it would have gotten a full second point if I could retain the information in my head but that extra half point is for the fight scene with the Hydra because that was fun but other than that I was just like a fever dream and things were just happening way too fast and I was just so confused (laughs) okay uh, I'm also going to give it a one and a half because it was nowhere near horrific enough to get a one or a zero. Um, but I don't know. It just didn't make any sense to me in the fact that like I got the basic gist, but it felt, felt the very disjointed and kind of scattered. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Agreed. But Obviously, it makes sense if you know the books or yeah, and you can just a little fill bit in more the gaps and whatnot. Yeah, I think the the gaps there were what was throwing me off because I don't know these characters as well as as well as obviously some of the commenters did, and so so yeah, one and a half tridents. Cool. They didn't get ones across the board. They got a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Fan Fiction Book Club. Our pick this week was The Missing Gods by Zodiac. You can find this story and more of the author's work on fanfiction.net. Theme song is Funkorama by Kevin McLeod. You can find more of Kevin's music on incompetech.filmmusic.io slash artists slash Kevin dash McLeod. The works discussed on the Fan Fiction Book Club are not our own. All characters mentioned belong to their original authors. Until next week, bye! 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 Bye!